Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christopher Hall Show, and I'm excited to welcome to the program, Dr. Hall. Dr. Hall, how are you? And I, I, I tell you, you're going to be the one that people ask questions to every second now as an emergency room doctor with this whole coronavirus thing. And you're saying don't be afraid, people out there, right? Exactly. I mean, I think it's going to pan out to be something like the, the flu virus that we do. Really, you don't think it's going to get any worse? That's good. See, it's we need someone calming like that for Doctor Hall. And go ahead and introduce our guest. And I know she's she's very inspiring. And I'm looking forward to learning about her. Go ahead and introduce her. Well, no problem. Well, I'm very excited and uh, honored to uh, introduce uh, internationally acclaimed vocalist uh, Miss Kelly Say. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to meet both of you. Oh, it's fantastic as well, Kelly. And did you ever think in a million years when you were that you would be where you are today? You mean worried about the coronavirus? No, 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 not at all. That's I'm a joke. joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I mean. Actually, you know what? It's funny because um, I'm all about the dream, all about the dream and not just dreaming the dream, but seeing the vision and then doing what's necessary to make it come true to life, you know, uh, within reason, of course, uh, nothing malicious. Uh, and so I, I just um, put up a play. My play just, we had our opening the last, uh, on February 29th. And it was great. And it talks about that. And it goes from, Kelly that's age 14 to Kelly age 19 and how being a kid and growing up you know in the inner city in the urban community how sometimes it's hard to kind of stay uh, positive you know in, in an environment that maybe you know is, is not cultivating that out of you so how important it is to have a vision and not let your surroundings necessarily narrate or dictate what your future can be so yeah wow all right. All right, Dr. Hall, I know you always kind of like want to tell the story of Kelly. So go ahead with your first question. Yeah, that, that's very interesting. Kelly gave us a, a great summary. Um, and so that's kind of what we're interested in is a, a little bit about just the first question is kind of where are you from, Kelly? And um, how did you get involved with uh, music? Well, I was um, raised in the South Bronx in New York City, South Bronx. And so, in, as I just stated, in a very urban community. And um, early on, I was um, into sports and gymnastics and um, track and field, that sort of thing. Very physical person. And uh, my sister was a vocalist. And she used to make singing seem like it was so hard that just to get on her nerves, I would just try to just interrupt her and just, like, sing on top of her just to show her how easy it was. And just to be like a bratty sister. <laughs> and then uh, the joke was on me because in the midst of all that, uh, what had happened was I just actually fell in love with music and with singing and wanting to know more about it and wanting to, you know, do whatever it took to get to the bottom of it, if you will. So I just, um, after that, I decided to go to engineering school and I became an audio engineer and so that I would know what was happening like behind the scenes in the studio, that sort of thing. And then singing I just it took a hold of me and I would sit for hours just listening to records and this is at the time like 
now I'm not disrespecting music of today, but we don't have all of the kind of um, instrumentation and all the players and that whole that whole kind of um, culture that used to be back in the day of going to the studio and each musician playing their instruments and honing their craft. And that's kind of like a kind of lost dying art that I hope is making a comeback. So all that, you know, to say the joke was on me, I, I fell in love with the art and, and that the rest is kind of, you know, history sort of. Wow. That's, that's really interesting when you talk Great. about specifically enough that journey of you really didn't know you wanted to be a singer. Uh, did your sister figure out that you're going to be pr something pretty special when you were playing around and joking around and started to grow as a singer? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. We joke about that now because she was, um, she was going uh, to a classical school and they were teaching her opera and she started teaching me some arias and I started laughing because it sounded so ridiculous. Like all this, all this stuff. I was like, Oh my God, that sounds so <laughs> crazy. And, um, I got my hands on like some soul music somehow. And before I knew it, I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like studying all of the soul singers, you know, Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle and Aretha Franklin, all the, you know, the usual suspects. <laughs> and then she was like, wow, you know, you, you're singing kind of uh, that kind of singing that you're doing. It's, it's, it's improper. And I was like, Oh, because it's not opera, you know, she's like, well, you know, it's like really raunchy and like, ah, ah. and I was like, that's what I like about it. <laughs> and so we definitely had a difference in style and taste. And, and then she was just like, wow, you know, you really are good at this. Your heart is in it. You're, you're turning out to be better than me. And then she just at that point had to just say, okay, <laughs> I'm getting on board with my sister. So, that's always it takes the time, uh, Dr. Hall, for somebody to get on board, especially if it's somebody that feels like, wow, I did this first. So uh, very, very interesting. So, Dr. Hall, go ahead with your next question. Oh, sure. No problem. You know, Kelly's <laughs> obviously multi-talented in um, theater, obviously in music, and, and she's a comedian, what I understand, a little bit of uh, comedy. Um, and But... You know, she's made a good point about coming from the urban environment, like myself. I'm from urban environment. It's sometimes it's hard to make it. You know, a lot of challenges. Um, mm -hmm. Kelly, do you think you can out, uh, just kind of list a, n a number of challenges that you had to face uh, trying to make it from the urban environment to super shop to as to a superstar? Sure, and I mean, you know, anything that's really worth anything take some kind of um, perseverance. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like to say, if, if it were that easy, anybody could do it. Do you know what I mean? So, so exactly. it really takes the kind of special personality that just has a no quit kind of, you know, mentality that just goes, you know what, I'm not going to necessarily dwell on what my surroundings are, you know, or, and I, I know that, you know, my funds are limited. I know that my resources may be limited. But that there, and that's what at the point where you go, I'm going to find a way. And it's not always easy for people on their own to be able to find a way. Sometimes they need a mentor. Sometimes they need to, whatever that is in their community, find an outlet. If it's some people, it's a church. Some people, it's, you know what I mean? Find some kind of a like-minded community to surround yourself with positive people that, get, that are going to help, you know, um, push you with your dream as well, who believe in you and your dreams, because it can be hard if you're in an environment where everybody's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're never going to make it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you hear a lot of negative thoughts. And if you don't 
have the wisdom to like look past that. You could believe that and get, get stuck in that rut, you know, of thinking that it's this dream is impossible, whatever that is, whether it's to get to college or finish high school or, you know, get a yes, degree, definitely. whatever it might be. You know, it's everything that's worth anything. Take some some work, some effort in there. And, and just to know, too, that you're going to get some knockdowns or times that you feel like you can't make it or is this worth it? I mean, I'm putting all this energy in this. What am I doing this for? You, those times are going to come. And then it's up to you, too, to remind yourself of why you're doing this and what your love may be. And again, if you can't find that within yourself, try to find some positive surroundings, you know, people or, or reading and there's a multitude of things online that, you know, help keep you <laughs> motivated. Yeah, it's definitely that process that, that, that you set goals for yourself. You try to attain them. Then adversity comes. How do you respond to those things? And how do you respond that it's going to take lots of hard work? to get where you are today. Think of the number of hours a day or in your career in singing that you've had to rehearse and practice your craft to get to where you are today. I mean, and, and honestly, before I got the big calls to work with the big names, um, that wasn't always the case. In the early days, oh my goodness, everything was no, 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 no. I mean, if I had a penny for every no, you know, so it's like, I mean, I just keep banging on those doors. No, 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 for one reason or another. No, we don't like how you look. No, we don't look like how you sound. No, we don't, you know, all kind of things, you know. And you just kind of just have to know in yourself that it's not always going to be that way. It's going to turn around. And so, but that that's the hardest part is where that, where that belief in yourself comes in. Because those no's are going to come a lot. And maybe you'll be lucky and maybe you won't get as many no's in the beginning and they'll come later. How many people do we know that have been very successful and then still later on they're very miserable with their success? You know, like, oh, now I'm really successful, but I'm still finding something to be miserable about. You know what I mean? So it's just about, I guess, keeping your mind, maybe meditation. That's what I do. I meditate twice a day. Maybe, you know, just kind of just going inward and just looking at all the blessings that you have and all the positive things and going from there. Does that sound preachy? I'm sorry. No, it doesn't. And it's a great, it's, it's you being real. It's you really telling who you are. And a lot of people don't want to tell who they are mm -hmm. and understand because as we all know in any industry, especially if we're trying to achieve a high level, there's lots of competition. You could focus your attention on people doing better than yourself than focusing on where you want to be. And that's what people make a mistake on. And Dr. Hall, I know you know this as well, where they think about looking at the people around them and competing with them instead of competing with yourself, Dr. Hall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And Absolutely. Go ahead, Dr. Yeah, I'm listening now. No, you go. You continue. I just wanted to... No, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'm listening. Okay, so I was saying is that competing with yourself is just such a... Uh, you know, challenging is an easier thing to do, but yet people always get caught up in Facebook. They get caught up in why is this person better than I am? Why am I not like them? Instead of setting the bar high for yourself to say, I want to attain certain goals for myself and stop looking at around people around you. Like Dr. Hall, if you would have just looked at the people around you, you wouldn't be where you are today, right? It's very true. Very true. And kind of measuring kind of where you come from 
to where you are, I mean, that's your progress. You can't you can't compare yourself to to always to other people that have different starting points. Sometimes people have different advantages. And um, and so yeah, very very excellent point. You know what though, too, to to add on to that, those comparisons that you're making to other people. It's a funny thing because you could say, you could easily sit down and say, oh, wow, you know, wow, you know, I'm much more talented than that person. Why well, I'm much smarter than that person. Why are they there and not me? And why, you know, and, and make those kind of comparisons. But what it all comes down to at the end of the day is not who is more or anything. It's really kind of who put in the most effort. <laughs> I mean, and we you could kind of say, oh, my goodness, oh, that person's um, more successful because you know, it was handed to them, or they their family has more money and they they help them get where they got. Da 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 da. That's but a small fraction. The majority of people don't have that. The majority of successful people had just the kind of fire burning in their belly that were like, you know what, I came from this, but it doesn't mean that this is who I have to be or this my neighborhood's gonna you know define me or who I am or gonna put limitations on my success. You talked about because I'm just not right. going to let that happen. Exactly. So you talk about setbacks in your life, right? The kind of setbacks that you've dealt with and how you dealt with them. What was the hardest setback? Was it the nose or was there something else? Um, I think probably the hardest setback would maybe be some of the financial aspects of mm-hmm. it when you're an independent artist like I am. And that is, you know, when I'm having to pay for everything from soup to nuts. That's the hard part because what ends up happening is um, I'm having to do a lot of other things to make my income so that I can afford to um, make my, you know, make my records how I want to make them. If I want to make a live album, if I want to, whatever, you know, so then I have to do other things, meaning I'm going to have to keep gigs, um, they may be amazing gigs, like working on Dancing with the Stars, things like that. You know, that's a fantastic uh, opportunity and a wonderful gig for me to have and do, and I love it. It's an honor. But again, that's the thing. is like you're making money, and then you still have to, um, if you're an adult like me, you still have to pay your bills and do all those things and then still be setting aside, you know, the finances to front your records and then put yourself on tour and then, you know, promote yourself and then, you know, I didn't get a publicist. <laughs> so there's all those other, you know, it never ends, you know. So I would think that though sometimes if, if everything isn't aligning perfectly with the universe, it could take longer to get that record out or longer to get that tour on the road or longer, you know what I mean? And those little setbacks can become frustrating for sure. And and I agree with you as an independent uh, radio host slash podcaster slash everything involved in the entertainment I have to pull out the money and spend on everything. Uh, and uh, I luckily I own <laughs> my own digital marketing company, so I can take care of certain mm-hmm. things in promotion, but it usually goes towards my clients. It doesn't go towards me. Uh, mm-hmm. My time mm-hmm. and effort goes towards... So you get it. You so totally I, get it. I, I totally understand that. <laughs> All right, Dr. Hall, what's the next question? <laughs> what's your next question for Kelly? Wow, what, 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 what a motivating guest, just... Incredible. Aww. Perfect for our show. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, just awesome. Um, so Kelly, you know, I saw one of your honors where you, I think you were inducted into the wall of Austria. Is that correct? Wow. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. To the wall Tell of fame. They have a wall of fame. Like 
like our like in America we have Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all that. Um, this is the um, Austrian version of that, wow. and what an honor! And you know, and really brought tears to my eyes too. Like when I went and put my fingers in, my hands in, and my feet in, and the whole nine, and people were taking pictures, and it was just phenomenal. And it really, you know, brings tears to my eyes um, now and and in that time because. Again, the little girl from the Bronx, the South Bronx, who just didn't have much, was just like, here she is, and now it's like, it's just such a huge achievement. It's kind of like, you know, the recognition, I do appreciate it. And when people talk about, oh, I don't need an award, or I don't need, you know, this or that, you know, I don't, I don't want to smack it in the face, because I do feel like it's a great honor, and I do feel so grateful, you know, to have that experience. And and hopefully more will come, so I can talk about it some more with you, both Neil wow. and Doctor Hulk. Wow. Okay. When you make it, when you <laughs> make incredible. a big dive in the states, but see, this is the thing. Have you done research? See, I ask the strangest questions because based on your answer, that's why I love interviewing people. Was because I will hear their answer and say, "How? What am I going to do as a follow up?" And well, here's my follow up to that question: How many have been acclaimed in other countries? that have been able to become acclaimed at one point in time in the United States. Have you done any research on that, Kelly? Mm. Artists that, you know, or no, I haven't got, I haven't received any. No American research. Re, no, I no, mean, mean yes. research. Like how many have been able to have the great success overseas and then bring it to the United States? Oh, I don't know. That's I don't know. You're giving me some homework. Yeah, exactly. Maybe to connect with, mm. talk to. Everyone's going to be at home soon, Kelly, so it doesn't matter. You can pick up the phone and call anybody soon. We're not going to be out with events. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> virtual everything's going coming for the next two to three months until they figure this out. I mean, I don't care. Luckily, I, right. I'm i in my office downstairs, and I'll say, oh, everyone's going to be available. But the point I'm making is that you look at Austria and the success you had there and say, okay, now how can I take that momentum? And I know that's your plan in music and take it to the States and who has been great at transitioning. Mm -hmm. And you don't know the answer to that question. I'm sorry. I asked that thing. No, it's okay that I don't know it. It's just, and, and me not knowing it is nothing. It's just because I, sometimes I do have like a tunnel vision and I'm not paying attention to what other people are doing because I'm so focused on my journey that I'm just like, okay, you know what? I don't have really time to think about who did that or who didn't do it. I just know that like, I just have to keep the train is that, you know, left the station and I just have to keep it going. So, and so it's really easy too, when you're, when you're an, an indie artist too, because you, you are the only one that's kind of keeping everything running yes. and going. You know, and then my band and my musicians and my, they're all counting on me. You're all counting on me to, you know, keep you working. And I like that pressure. I like it. You're the independent artist at the end of the day and anything independent. And I kind of agree with you. But one thing I've learned is I was in that mindset, tunnel vision, Kelly. And I, and, and I think it's great so you don't get depressed and say, my gosh, why is that person more successful? If you can kind of take away from that and say, okay, I'm going to ignore that completely. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to look at that successful mm -hmm. person and I'm going to want to live it and breathe it and see how I can make it and so I can achieve it. That's what I'm trying to do now. I had all that time to say, I want to be right. better than that person instead of let me take their qualities of that I like a lot and, and add them to my uh, tool chest 
and that's where I kind of look at things absolutely. in sp absolutely. specific ways. I mean, like, right. I look at I look at entrepreneurs today and say, okay, man, why did they make it quicker than I did? Or why aren't they? Why are they a seven figure earner and I'm not? And I say to myself, right. well, guess what? It's because I have not had the humility to honor their success, say, wow, they've done a great thing. And what do I need to do to make changes for myself, not look at that person and say, it should be me. And that's hard. And that's, that takes, Absolutely. That takes maturity. I totally agree. I totally agree. It takes maturity. It takes uh, everything in the world to do mm -hmm. it. All right, Dr. Hall, you're inspiring us and motivating us always with our conversations. And always we have such great guests that fit perfect for your show. But I wanted to bring that to the listeners out there. You know, I watch this now as podcasting's growing. I've done the radio thing. Now I guess called podcasting thing for 10 years. I've been there, done that as an independent mm -hmm. artist, but I see all these people griping on Facebook, how many listeners they have. Guess what? Don't believe the hype, continue to work hard and you'll reach your dream, but you got ultimately have to see whose path got to that dream. All right, Dr. Hall, next question. Mm hmm Oh, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> so, uh, Kelly, so a lot of young people are listening to the show. Um, there's certainly a lot of uh, young ladies out there who are interested in going to entertainment. And um, what we've heard is you have to have a pretty tough skin uh, to make it in the entertainment field. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, tough skin, yeah. I do, I do think you do have to get a tough skin because, again, you're gonna you're doing something that you're bringing to the public, and and that's open to opinion and judgment, and you know it's gonna come. And so with that, you just kind of have to take it all. I know this sounds super cliche, you know, with a grain of salt because there're gonna be tons of opinions and people. And now with social media, you have people that are sitting at home and they get like you know what I like to call like you know electronic courage. They sit there, you know, and no one can see you, so you just start writing whatever you want, you know, a comment and this and that and the other. When I think sometimes they might forget how much courage it takes to, to do what you're doing, what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. You just kind of have to. And so you have to stick in your skin and just kind of just push, you know, dust your shoulders off and push all that negative stuff out. It's not to say that sometimes people's opinions or judgments can't be helpful or, or true, you know what I mean? But try right. not to internalize exactly. them to the point that they debilitate you and you can't keep sin you because right. now you're like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> and they're all going to laugh at me like Carrie. Here's a question, <laughs> Kelly, that maybe because of you being on Dancing with the Stars and really meeting a lot of major celebrities. How many of them have ego without saying names? How many people have ego and how many you saw worked really hard and are very humble and you, who have you met in the entertainment industry? That kind of like we talk about how to be successful, you got to let the ego go and focus on uh, just growing and really believe where you came. What do you see from celebrities that you've, you know, brushed with, worked with or developed with and their ego versus their understanding of where they were? You know, I'm not going to say any names because that would be really yes. tacky. Yes. But but for the most part the most of the people their egos are are perfect and and they and they're not too big and they're they're really beautiful spirits and 
you can see that they're very um you know humble and and you you know what i mean and they're not putting on any air most most i can only maybe count on one hand the times that i've come across a celebrity who was just like wow i, I never want to meet you again <laughs> but, but mostly mostly all of them are pretty 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 wonderful and nice and and gracious i, I know Patty labelle is one of them Oh, wow. Tina Turner is one of them. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Paul Simon's one of them. Like beautiful energies, no airs, no, you know, just wonderful. Seal, same thing. Just gorgeous um, and polite and don't make you feel like, you know, you're a peon next to them if you just, you know, say hello. I agree. And yeah. I, I agree the successful people in the Did world. Did I answer right? I don't know. Yeah, you I answered. That's a great that. point because, I mean, I've interviewed many celebrities as well, <laughs> Kelly. And out of all the celebrities I've interviewed, which is hundreds of them, and to real major ones to different ones that, you know, are really successful in their craft. Everyone I've dealt with, I've, I'd say there, there's only a few the same way. And I believe even in the business industry as well or any industry, the ones that have made it and have made the success and have made a living on this, they truly remember where they came from. There are a few that are not mm. like that. And I, and I really believe it's the ones that worked for it, the hard workers, that uh, not the ones that just came to them, like they were overnight successes, or they, as an athlete, had a God-given ability and never worked a stitch of it to make it. That's, they're the ones that most of the time you might run in with that ego. But when you talk about the people, that have been there, done that. They've, you know, performed in front of three people mm -hmm. or they were uh, living in tough conditions in their lives and they don't want to be there anymore. They decided, you know what, I am going to do this. But then they look at themselves when they meet other people and say, oh, I remember when I was there and I there's always a, mm -hmm. a, a place to go down for sure. All right, Dr. Hall always gives us the summary of Kelly. Go ahead and give us your summary of Kelly. Dr. Hall. Wow, no problem. I mean, we're we have a, a very inspirational superstar who's very calm, who has laid out uh, pretty much uh, the, the the pattern of what we should do to be successful. Um, she's very motivational, um, beautiful music, and just has a wonderful heart. So. Um, Thank you. We're so excited to come on the show today, Kelly. Now, Kelly. I'm so grateful to, to have the opportunity. And wait, can I just say yeah, something sure. to you guys? Sure. This interview has made me um, learn a lot, too, more about myself. And that's the first time I could say that about an interview. Oh, that thank it's made you. me feel, I feel so, um, I'm walking away from this interview feeling like I got a lot also. Not just meeting you beautiful people and your new audience, but what you left me to think about also left me feeling was leaving me feeling very fulfilled and, and wonderful. Thank you for that experience. Oh, you're welcome. And it's all Dr. Hall, Thank not you, me. Kelly. It's all Dr. Hall, not me. I just, uh, I'm the one that puts, <laughs> puts, 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 puts great people together and that's the, the truth. And, uh, you know, but Kelly, one, <laughs> one advice as a digital marketing, marketing person, you need to have the biggest fan club in Austria. You need to have uh, set up just because of that fame. I don't know how much time you spend marketing in Austria. As an independent artist, I tell you, put put the time in for what you have brand-wise there. Trust me. Trust me on that. Mm -hmm. the, the, okay. 
Because what if you okay. went? What if you went viral on YouTube just in Austria? You'd be a multimillionaire in seconds. <laughs> Because you look at these YouTubers, 15, 16 million. So use that in, in a way, and who knows where you're going to go. But where can we connect with you, Kelly, and find more information on you? Where's the best place we can go? Well, definitely my music page on Facebook is great for that. Um, Kelly Say Music. And then on Instagram also, um, at Kelly Say. And um, same for Twitter, at Kelly Say. And um, that's where I, I try to really connect, you know, with the people and let them know what I'm up to too as well. Awesome. Awesome. And you talked about your latest project. Where can we, people see that and stuff? What's going on with your latest project you were bringing up at the beginning of our interview. Tell us about that Kelly again. Well, I just, I wrote a play. I wrote a play um, and I just performed it uh, for the first time. I wrote it about, I started working on it three years ago and it's a play set to music. It's a, like a one woman show slash play, if you will. It's really funny. And it's, um, very edgy. I don't even know if I could say the title on your station, so okay. I won't say okay. it. But um, the first word is disco, and the second word rhymes with licks, and okay. the last word rhymes with bikes. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So, I appreciate you okay. doing that. Okay. And I don't know if Chris researched that, but people can check that out on your on your all on your socials. So I appreciate that, Kelly. For Thank sure. you. But you're Thank you're you're you. awesome, and uh, I'm I'm glad you came on you the show, too. and you're inspiring, and just keep Thank up the you. great work, and who knows where you're gonna go in life. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for having me again, and for the advice. Have a wonderful day, guys. All right. Take care. All right. See you later. Bye bye. All you right, guys. Bye -bye. All right, guys. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall show.